Hello, gorgeous people. You are about to listen to one of the most amazing love stories. This could be in a movie, but with these amazing love stories also comes gut-wrenching heart gut-wrenching heartbreak, like just so much pain. But that's why it is the fear of love, the courage of love, the surrender of love is so important and that's what this discussion is with my amazing friend Carla. She beautifully opens up um, shortly after her life partner has left this lifetime, has passed away, his physical body. She beautifully opens up in such a courageous way. And as you enter this conversation, it's important for you to know that that you are entering into you know, a sacred space. And even though you're not in the conversation live, you are still in the conversation, that energetic field. So I invite you to hold the space to come in with empathy, to come in with an open heart, because even just listening to this conversation requires the courage of love and that surrender. I'm excited for you to listen. You will most definitely learn something. You will be inspired. And of course, like I said, it's, it's like a movie. Um, but I'll let you listen to this and be, I want you to listen to uninterrupted. And so before you get into it, I want to tell you about the fear of rejection event coming up. So much like this podcast episode coming up for Valentine's Day or anytime if you're listening to it later, the fear of rejection event is so you can understand those rejection or abandonment, quote unquote, wounds that you have. And instead of just giving you motivational mumbo jumbo, like you actually understand it, have empathy for yourself and see it for what it is so you can feel and manage that fear and release it. So it's not just something that you think I've healed it. I've healed it. Why isn't it gone? So you can understand and truly release the fear of rejection and make your own decisions. Care more about you and less about other people. Give less fucks. Make your own decisions and take action on them. So if that's you, please go in the description. The link is in the description. It's in the show notes. Go to my website, feeling-free.com. And you can go to the events tab to sign up for that or just go to my website to look at all my other offerings if you feel called to work with me. I would love to work with you. Oh man, like I know you're amazing and like working with you just lights my heart up. So if you feel called to that, visit my website and see what calls to you. See what lights your heart up. And if you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe, leave a review. If this episode, I know everyone asks you to, you know, subscribe and leave a review, all the things. But truly, if this episode lights your heart up i would absolutely appreciate you to leave a review and so you can help and help other humans see this episode or if you share it with a friend because as you leave a review or rate it it helps the show get recommended to other people like you who are looking for this content not only just to get motivated and inspired but looking for the truth that's already inside of them um so I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here in this now with us. You are incredible. Cue the intro and let's do it. Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. My name is Ben Harris, also known as the Fear Guy. My job is to help you feel more free in your life with love and relationships, self-worth, and much more. I'm happy you're here. I love you. I believe in you. Let's break free from fear together.
Carla, my friend, how are you? I am here. That's all, that, that's all I can say, really. It's yes. that I am here. And uh, I am grateful uh, to be here. And seeing you face to face and talking to you, it's such a joy. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, this is yeah. the first time we've been face to face. So I'm so that's how I want to start this is um, of, of course, we're going to talk about, you know, the fear of love, opening our hearts and the really the courage of love. Maybe that's what it shouldn't be. Maybe it's like the courage of love. Um, I like that. I'm actually gonna write that down. But like, first, I want to start with like how we got to know. Well, first, um, tell us just a quick intro about you and then let's go into how we met. I'll give you an intro a little bit in the beginning, but just with your own words. Well, let's see. Um, as, as far, far I'm like human being. Human I'm being. Human being. Yes. <laughs> as far as we know. As far as I know, um, <laughs> I've been told maybe I'm a little bit of an alien here and there. I don't yeah. know. Another group says that I'm a fairy godmother and I don't think about that because, uh, you know, we are not guaranteed our wishes. Mm. We're guaranteed our needs as far as what's best for us. And we don't really know what that is. So um, I believe that there is something greater than us that um, leads us to what is the, for the greater good for us as far as mm -hmm. for our growth. Um, and it's not always the sunny side of life. Uh, but it is, regardless of whether we think of it as that, uh, is the best for us. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I've come to trust, is that, um, that there is something that loves us beyond our imagination, Ooh, that has that. loved us throughout time, which is an illusion. Um, it's not an illusion here, but it's an illusion where there are other forms of reality or realms of reality mm -hmm. that um, loves us immortally, I guess, you know, with, with an infinity that follows us uh, throughout many lifetimes, which I believe. So it's nice to think of that, you know, that you always have this thing, this presence of love around you, regardless of our choices or the things that we go through. And so that's more or less what has guided me through my whole life, is mm -hmm. that trust of that. And, uh, and it helps to keep you sane, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know. Because there's got to be something better than us, you know, out there guiding us and 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 uh, and helping us to to see greater things beyond us. Um, and because we're all thumbs most of the time, especially since um, what I've been going through, I feel like I'm all thumbs now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I am all thumbs, mm -hmm. and I. Um, and of course, that's a that's a, a saying because I don't have all thumbs. I have fingers and and toes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
but I feel uh, like a whole new me. And I don't know what that is yet. Mm-hmm. But Which... anyway, I am an author. <laughs> I am an author. I write children's books. Uh, I have had quite a journey with that. Uh, I, uh, I wrote a children's book that helps uh, children and adults understand what their feelings are for instead of just what they look like and what they sound like. And every feeling has a reason. Every feeling has a door. And Mr. Positively is a rainbow cloud with human features and his doors with faces are his feelings and his and emotions. And I wanted people to understand that our feelings and emotions are something that's alive within us. So we need to take care of them. We need to honor them. We need to give them guidance and to show that we are, um, capable of being our own inner master as long as we learn that we need to be the guide we need to be the master we need to understand that quality of life is simple as long as we choose to be constructive with everything in our life whether it's uh whatever it is if if it's sorrow if it's um Whatever our challenges are, as long as we handle them in a constructive way, we earn quality of life. It's smoother that way uh, if we choose to. Otherwise, it's uh, it's a harder way to go. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? And, well, go, keep going. No, no, no. I want to hear you talk. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, this will probably be what this conversation is like. But like I said, this is the. So have we known each other? It's been a year and a half, probably. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is crazy. A year and a half. A year and a half um, and we've had many a phone conversations. But do you remember? So we met on Facebook. You sent me a message on Facebook. But it's unlikely as far as like, you know, most people like the age, quote unquote, age difference of our humans. Um, you know, it's not very likely. So do you mind if you remember just tell me and us what you remember because i'm curious for myself of what (laughs) what made you reach out just because i want to set the foundation for like how we met and why that is okay um i have always gravitated to people that shine the golden part of themselves the heartness of themselves the depth of themselves And I have always gravitated to people like that. And when I saw your little video and you were looking straight in the camera with such sincerity and you said, I love you, I thought, my gosh, this is somebody that actually has a potential to know what that is. That he really wants to know what that is. That he's woken up enough in himself for that curiosity to bloom so that you could really house that for yourself. Not many people understand that the, that the word love is an expanding energy. It grows. And so if you allow inside yourself, it blooms. And it's not just for 
humanity, but it's for all creation. We have the ability to be that for all. And see, that's what I saw within you, that you had this love capacity where you could reach out and embrace all that you were talking to, that you really had that capacity to love humanity through yourself and to grow into that and not just for it to be a word. Because a lot of people use them as love, as, um, as above all and end all. You, you say you love someone, you don't have to say anything else, right? Mm. I mean, and that's what men do. They say, oh, I love you, mm. right? But the fact is, is that, do they really know what that means? There's no like, or like trust really behind it or vulnerability. No. No, there's no reality or anything. There's no roots. No roots. I mean, the first thing that, no roots at all. And I had this feeling about you that love could grow as a root inside of you. And I wanted to know a person like that. And especially because you're young, so unusual for you, for the depth of, of that to live in someone so young. So that's why I said, I am going to know that person and I want to become his friend, <laughs> not his fan, but his friend. <laughs> yeah. I wanted, I wanted your friendship of the ball. And so that's what I told you when mm -hmm. I first met you. I said, I don't want to be your fan. I want to I be remember. your friend and I'm willing <laughs> to earn that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's beautiful. Because Keep going. Because, you know, it, it, it is about being willing to show up with everything that's in you, you know, to where you don't have any uh, walls or anything and you just say, hey, can we be friends? Can we honestly be friends? Heart to heart, person to person. Do you know what I mean? Soul to soul. That is worth working towards to, for anyone. Because then you have, God, you've got a whole universe to play in with that person. You know, they can be an entire adventure because you can really get to know them mentally. Um, and, you know, as far as when you're interested in someone romantically, you can, you've got a whole universe to play in if you're willing to not just let that be a word. Mm, but an yeah. expansion in your heart an expansion which is an action yes it's a verb right and what's cool and i didn't realize how full circle this conversation is in this moment which is which is fascinating right because the the theme of this right is like the fear and courage of love and like opening our hearts to that and our universe to that of what you've mentioned the expansion of it but i i'm not sure if you've heard me tell this on some podcast or not I definitely say it in conversations, you know, I'll say like, you know, a friend once told me, and this is what I say, is that Ben, you were raised with so much love around you so you can make other people feel what you feel. Do you remember telling me that? So just if anyone ever hears me say that, I'm referring to you, Carla, that because that stuck with me. Um, and I recently had someone ask me, like they were questioning my quote unquote credentials because I've never gone through like deep hurtful trauma in this lifetime. And so they're like, how can you coach or guide people through traumas, you know? 
And I don't feel any ickiness or resistance to that. But part of it, well, most of it is honestly what you revealed to me is because prior to that point, I did think that I had to have this resume or checklist of things that I had to go through before I could do this thing. And so that little realization was like, no, I already do have it. I already am it. That's because it's so expanding. Love is all there is. And fear technically doesn't even exist if you go into, you know, the upper dimensions or whatever you want to call it. Fear is, you know, in this human world, it's still real. Like the same thing, what you said about time, right? It's real, but it isn't. Um, But I love how full circle that is from that moment of you telling me, you know, you were raised and you feel so much love. And I also think of like the belief of myself and others so others can see that. And it's that constant of now I've seen when I've, when I say I, I mean, we like me and the client or whatever you want to call it, because it's, to me, it's a, it's a collaboration. It's a creation together of guiding them back to themselves. And so that frequency that I'm holding of what you pointed out to me is, is love. And it's, it's the real you. It's what you already are and coming back to that. So I just really wanted to share that because that is such a key moment. And that's so cool that this moment is like full circle to that of what we're talking about. Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So there. (laughs) I love it. So what inspired this conversation um, was you uh, and, you know, there's no really easy way to talk about this so we're just going to dive in and you know I really want to shout out Carla and when I say shout out I mean like as far as her ability to show up and what we're about to talk about um, I'll introduce it and then I'll let her um, continue to work her magic but you know you had called me um, you know we you know touch base here and there and you left a voicemail called you back and you had let me know that the love of your life, Steve, was close to passing, you know, in this lifetime. And of course, that's so, that's the word, like, I'll let you touch on it, but like the love of your life and the thing that just absolutely blew my mind. And I hope everyone's ears are perking up and why we're talking about the courage of love, the action of love, the expansion of love, the bravery, bravery of love is you told me in the most gut wrenching situation. I was sitting there with you, like holding space of honestly, Carla, the most agony that I've heard at anyone in. Um, and not, not to mean that's, it's beautiful in its own way, right? It's part of this lifetime and part of this experience of what you've already touched on with emotions. But for me to be in that moment with you of, you know, just sobbing, um, you know, a couple of days before the love of your life passes away, you told me, Ben, I hope you get to experience a love like this. And I'm getting chills right now. I'm like, what? And I was like, what in the hell? Who is this woman (laughs) telling me in the most like agonizing, just gut wrenching, horrible place that, I hope you get to experience a love like this and like the courage for you to feel that. And actually like you weren't just saying it. And then you later told me I've experienced a love that goes beyond death. I was like, damn, you know, that that's so powerful. And 
so one, I want to commend you for that. And also does that seriously like blew my mind? Do you remember that moment? Yeah, it's kind of etched in my memory. <laughs> yeah, for better or for worse. Yeah. And giving, yeah, like so much love and appreciation for you being here because it wasn't that long ago. So for you to show up in this moment and share um, your love and wisdom and presence with us is amazing. So thank you. Um, this whole experience has humbled me, you know, because when you let love all the way in, okay, and, and I mean all the way in uh, to where no matter what the person says or does or anything, you love them unconditionally with your whole self. And when I first met him, I said, you know, I'll never be able to save you from your hurts, but I promise you, I will love you through, through it all. Mm. And I knew in myself, because I loved him so intensely, that I meant every word. You know, that I could stand by those words. Because I had never met anyone that I loved that deeply. And, and that is the courage of unconditional love because you see, unconditional love is you love someone without ownership. No ownership. You have no expectations of whether they're gonna love you like you love them. Which is so hard. <laughs> It is. And you love them no matter what their choices are, who they end up being in your life. You just know that none of that will matter. That you will love them through it all. With all your heart, vulnerability and all, it doesn't matter the pain or anything. You will do it all for this person and it's very rare that you meet someone that you can love like that and see i had a dream about steve when i was 12 years old and uh in this dream i, I saw this man this beautiful I cannot explain to you how beautiful he was. And he looked at me with these beautiful crystal blue eyes and I'd never seen anyone love me through their eyes like I saw it in that man. And I woke up and I, and I carved his name in my mother's hardwood bedroom floor. And it's there to this day. Yeah, Carla, I just got chills again. Thank you for bringing that up. I mean, hopefully you write a book or a script or something to this, because even like you just to repeat to make sure people heard what you said, you had a dream about him when you were 12 years old, right? When you're 12, you didn't know, but you had this, you know, he was loving you through those blue eyes, but you knew his name, like you, you carved his name and it's still there. Still there. <laughs> Which is crazy. 
Yeah, it's, I, and, and uh, it was a mystery to me that I did finally meet him 23 years ago. And, and it was love at first sight for both of us. It was the weirdest thing. I mean, it, it was just, it was just there immediately. And eight days later, we were living together. <laughs> well, you told the story actually. For 23 years. Will you tell the story of how you met? Cause that's, I love that too. Well, um, <laughs> I was, uh, back then, uh, I was counseling people, uh, and helping him through hard times and difficult things. And this man that was related to Gene Rodmary, um, he and I have been talking and he says, well, I want to meet you and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, uh, fly there and, uh, meet face to face. And he says, and we'll go out with my brother. And so I met him, we had our council and that night, you know, they took me out to dinner and I was supposed to meet a friend of mine, Chachi, uh, at the Harley Davidson cafe. And she had a table that we was, you know, that she was holding for us. Well, she called me that night and she said, it's too crowded here. There's no way I can save a table for you. And I go, okay. So they had their favorite hangout at the hop. And uh, this is not going to be easy for me. I'm sorry. No, but don't. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's okay. And I love, again, right, of you owning because this is, this is what it is. And this is in Vegas, right? Uh, yeah. And um, I went off by myself because, you know, it wasn't a date or anything. And I was sitting, I, I had just, uh, you know, I love to dance. And I was dancing by myself. And, uh, and then I went back to a table and in walks this, Oh my God, <laughs> this handsome, beautiful, amazing young man. And he, he stood beside me and he looked down at me and he had these crystal blue eyes and his hair was splitted down the middle and gorgeous hair and a physique. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's so gorgeous. Uh, and he looks down at me and he goes, you're very pretty. And I, I looked at Bunny and I said, thank you. I said, do you want to dance? And this is when he won my heart. Instantly. He said, you know, he says, I'm here to meet someone else. And he says, and that wouldn't be ethical for me to dance with you knowing that I am here to meet someone else. And I thought, oh my God, an honest man. <laughs> you know, and then I looked at him and I said, you're right. You're right. And I, and I understand that. So he, uh, he told me later that what he did was he, uh, he went and stood. There were steps that went up to the bar and he stood on the dance floor. And he said to the universe, he said, well, 
he says, if I'm supposed to, uh, you know, be with this girl during this day, she's going to look up and she's going to notice me. And she never looked up. Because and it was a blind did. date? Was it a blind date or something? Uh, no, he had had a, a date with her the night before. And he says he remembered her ugly uh, green shoes that turned him <laughs> off forever. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was staying because, right, he came up to you. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to stand right here in the spot and look at her and wait for her. And if she never looks up, then. Right. And so, um, because she never looked up, uh, he, he says, do you want to dance? And we have to remember and there's I... no cell phone. She's like, what is she looking at? <laughs> I know. I know. And, and so, um, so what happened was he asked me to dance and our first our first dance was the song, you know, I want to stand with you on a mountain. I want to swim with you in the sea. And I sang that to him in his ear. And he said, he said that was very moving. Mm. And he asked me, he told the, uh, the men that I was with, I instantly trusted him. I mean, there was just no doubt in my mind that I could trust him. And and he asked the, the man that had brought me, he says, you know, I'll, I'll make sure she stays, you know, she stays home. You know, she gets home safe and everything. And so we went on a date from there and uh, he took me dancing. And um, we shared our first kiss when he, when he put a stick of gum in his mouth <laughs> and uh, and he, and he stuck it out, you know, halfway. And I knew what that was. It was an individual, you know, invitation for me to kiss him. And mm -hmm. I welcomed the chance. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, he took me home and he gave me his number. And I waited three days because I, I wanted, uh, I wanted to see if he would uh, call me, but he didn't. He was waiting for me. And when I called him and he answered the phone, he says, you've been thinking about me, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> what a smooth, just Yeah, and smooth I said, move. absolutely, absolutely. And, um, and so we went out on a date uh, and let's see, it was five, it was five days and, um, and then we got intimate with each other, you know, and that was awesome. <laughs> and, and then uh, three, three mornings later, after, you know, spending day and night with him for three days, he got up in the morning. He says, you know, Carly, he said, uh, he said, you've been spending the night and days here. You might as well move in. And I looked at him and I said, you know, I would love to. And we were together ever since. And it was as easy yeah. as that. There was no games. Mm -hmm. There was no man and woman chasing. It was just so easy. And I promised him when I met him, I said, I promise I'll never try to change you. Mm -hmm. And I meant that. So, because he was just fine the way he was. Mm, so that... That's a key moment. Would you, was there a conversation with that? Or you just said, 
just because you felt to share? No, no, no. I told him that. Just kind of out of the blue or just like it was your thing to say? Like there wasn't a question? Mm-hmm. Because I knew that that's how I felt inside. Mm. You know, that it was unconditional no matter what. And I think and Carla... I that to him. And what's interesting, right, is when we say unconditional, it's funny we have to qualify it, but really that's what love is, is unconditional. Mm-hmm. And there's no games. None whatsoever. If it's real love, there's no chase and cat and mouse games. There's no, you know... Uh, flirtatious nonsense, all that <laughs> baloney that takes you away from that pure essence of trust. Mm, that pure essence. And like, ooh, thank you so much for sharing that. You did an amazing job, by the way. Um, oh. <laughs> um, and then really, it's, it's like, it's such a beautiful story and it's like a movie. And that's, but again it's like a movie but it isn't because it's very real life and because you had to put actions to those words like for you what is the difference of like what you like what you said like love is just like i'm not changing you like i love all of you everything and from like what you've seen from counseling people or just you know your wisdom in this life and others like where do we usually quote unquote, mess up or get stuck or resistant to that pure, pureness, that essence of love? Well, we don't really know what love is. We think Mm. it's an advertisement. You know what I mean? It's an advertisement. We look at advertisements and and that's love, right? It's all advertisement. It's not about real life. Has so nothing what, to do with real life. So, what do you mean, like even like what I was just talking about, like the movies before? Well, like, yeah, and, and 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 the way that they sell sex, you know, and all oh, of yes, that yes, stuff. Yes. You see what I mean? It had, it's all an advertisement. It, it it's become a commodity. Love has become Ooh. a commodity. Wow. It sells. So as long as you put love in anything that you do, the word love, it's an instant sale, right? That's so true. And it makes sense because that's what we're driven by. Absolutely. And so the thing is, is that, and, and I have asked so many people, I said, what is love? They don't know. They haven't a clue. Ooh, so what would you say? What is it? It is a surrender. It's a surrender of the ego. It's a surrender to the unknown. It's a surrender to uncertainty. It is surrender to to something bigger than yourself. Because love is what holds the whole universe together. Literally. Literally. And so if you have that backing you up, the potential of that backing you up, if you're open enough to express that, 
How could you be afraid of it? Ooh, that's good. Because I'm going to get hurt. Because I'm going to get hurt, Carla. Big someone, deal. Because I, like, someone is, Big I'm going to lose deal. someone. Okay. Big deal. It's all a chance. But is that worth, is that person worthy of that kind of love from you? Because remember, it's not about you. It's about them. It's about you showing up for them. See, that's what Steve taught me. Is because of the fact that I found someone that showed up exactly the way I showed up for him. And it does exist. It has nothing to do with the ego. So when you meet someone... Someone usually um, came to me the other day. It was just really cool. Why tells you how. If I ask you why you love me, how you answer that is how you will love me. What's an example of that? That's deep. Okay. <laughs> when I met Steve, I said, I will never cheat. I will never try to change you. And I said, my only boundaries are is you don't cheat on me and you, and, and that's it. Because if you cheat on me, then you're not, I will not fight for you because I will know that you need to be somewhere else. And I want you to be happy. And uh, Carl, I think that's actually that's a beautiful, because what you were describing, this endless love is, but then do we not have boundaries or hold that love within reality? Like the- Well, the you see, the, the one thing that you have to, have to set up boundaries, as long as you don't hurt me, you know, in other words, as long as I know that you don't mean me any harm, my heart's open. But the minute that I don't feel safe, my heart doesn't feel safe, then it's not love. It's not love. It's ego. It has nothing to do with vulnerability and surrender. There's a depth to love that you can share with someone that no matter how rough the waters get, you've got a strong boat. And you know, because it's about them. It's about steering the boat. And they, in turn, are steering the boat for you. And they're showing up for you. Oops, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Lost the hat. See, I, I told you I was a human being. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's no perfection in humanness, none. Even what about love? Because Carla, like, I love that I can like press this on you because again, love sells, sex sells. And so is, but we're talking about like the endlessness of love, right? Like that is the universe, like the expansion, like what we can even comprehend, like love itself is 
that. Like that is the truth. That is the thing. So it is beyond humanness, but what are your thoughts on, because we are imperfect humans from your experience, the imperfectness of love or the practice of love or building that trust like again and again of no matter what the waves are, how your boat rocks, like you still have that strong boat together. Well, it's about you trusting yourself. It's about you (laughs) being sure of you. Do you see what I mean? Because there's no way of being sure of the other person. You have to more or less make the commitment to them. And that has to do with your heart. Damn. But you just said love is about them. But it's also about us. Yes. But you see, okay. Um, it's, it, it's a paradox in a way. Yes. And that's what I'm getting at, just a hint. <laughs> yes, it is a paradox. But, but, but the thing is, is that, yes, we need to guard our heart. But when I meet, met Steve, I didn't guard my heart. I knew I was in for a full experience with human being. I mean, we started a business, we lost a business. We lost our house. We went through all the the things that a couple can go through. But the one thing that I knew that I told him, I, I can't love you enough. I can't love you enough. Wow. I can't be there enough for you. I can't say how much I appreciate you enough. I can't say in a million words what you mean to me in my heart. And I, before he went to sleep at night, I I told him he was my hero, that I loved him, and I thanked him for everything. I thanked him for everything, and that he did good. I I wanted I always wanted to comfort his heart to know that he was enough you know because he worked so hard and every day he showed up you know he he worked in 130 degree heat and went on on roofs sometimes it was 145 degrees and he would come home and his the 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 rubber on his soles were melted Jesus. it was that hot and he did that for me you know he did that for me every single day so i would have a roof over my head you know, I would have, I would have all my needs met. And if someone is willing to do that for you, what more could you ask for? How more could he show love to me than literally putting his life on the line every single day for me? 
That was his surrender. Do you understand? Mm. That was his surrender. That's how he showed me. Because most men, I mean, he even uh, got me through uh, taking care of my mom for 10 years with dementia. Didn't run away. Accepted the full essence of my life, you know, taking care of her. And sometimes she would fall on the floor and he would close his eyes and and she, he would pick her up and put her in the, you know, the bathroom for me. And, and if I had to go somewhere, he would change her diaper. You know, what man does that, right? Mm-hmm. What man shows that kind of commitment for someone? He even said to me one day, he looked at me with his beautiful eyes and he said, That's the, he said you're the only human being I will ever do this for. He said things like that, that told me, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and and backed it up too. And I think that's the important thing. And a lot of what you're talking about is, is cool of just like the men, the man, woman, masculine, feminine dynamic in action, which is cool to like, to watch, like hear what you talk about, but of what you said of all these things that, you know, he backed up and proved with like his execution going back to the point of what you said of, but at the end of it, you trusted yourself. Like, what does that mean? Like to love this full, you had to trust yourself. I knew I was strong enough. I knew my heart was strong enough to lift him, to carry him, to support him. I lived to do that. He lived to do that to me, for me. Yes. That is what I'm talking about. That is what love truly is. You live for that other person's heart. I told him every day, I love your heart. And I want it to beat as long as it can. And I supported that heart for 23 years until it didn't beat anymore. And I still love him now with all my heart. I do. And I look for him everywhere, signs that he's still around, you know, I listen for his voice. I... Thank you, Carla, for being here. I listen for his voice, my, my memories of him. And he earned these tears. He earned my sorrow. Mm. What do you mean by that? It's my way of honoring him. Mm. He earned this depth of sorrow from me because he gave his all when he was with me. He never held back. He fell off a roof 24 feet and broke four bones in his foot. And he was so afraid of losing his business, he climbed up on a ladder on his knees. God. That's the type of man he was. Mm. And everybody that has heard that he's passed on, you know, they, they, they say that he was such an extraordinary man. And it's like opening a, a love letter every day because oh. people are missing him the same way. 
Do you know that he was the only man that they trusted? And see, I was right. My heart was right to trust him. And they say, you know, he used to talk about me wherever he went. He told, him, told everybody he had a beautiful wife and he would talk about how proud he was of me. And, and they say, we will, we've got to meet you because we feel we already know you because all he did was talk about you. That's what I'm talking about. When you're in someone's life and whether you're in their face or not, that they carry you around with them. Just like I did every day. Women would get together and they complain about their husbands and they say, I have no complaints. They didn't want to mm. hang out with me anymore because I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't a member of the the men's hating club. I Which is so know, important too. It is. It is. And and I would come home and and, I, and Steve and I would laugh about it. I says, I just tell them I have no complaints. They don't know what to say after that. You know what I mean? I'm just <laughs> I'm, and I told him, I'm just so much in love with you after, and nothing has ever changed. I mean, wow. I, I couldn't see him enough. I couldn't hmm. hear his voice enough. I couldn't be in his presence enough. I was Did so Did you ever get sick of him once though? Time. Did you ever get sick of him once? Not once. You were, you had to be annoyed once. It was, <laughs> it was really interesting. I don't know how I can explain it to you. Maybe it was because maybe inward, I knew that we all have a certain amount of time with someone, but mm. I made sure I never took him for granted. That's amazing. That's so rare, Carla. Like, that's so rare. Seriously. For you to actually do that, because we say that, you know, like, don't take it for granted. You know, we only have the presence that you have, but for you to actually do that is seriously incredible. So for people listening to your incredible love story, right? Uh, like, and for someone who's saying, I don't have this or I'll never get this. What is your, what are your, your thoughts and feelings for them? You may be right, but it, it's really worth, it's really worth it if you find it. Mm. Very, very few people meet someone that they know that they can love them no matter what. That the minute that you meet them, there's just no doubt in your heart that you will walk through life with them no matter what through everything, that you love them that much. It is possible, but it is rare. And I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I, I thought I really did. I, I caught a falling star. <laughs> I really did. I really experienced something extraordinary. And if that's all I get for the rest of my life, in regards to that, 
at least I had it once. You know, mm. I could actually totally know that I had and still do have that love in my life. That's powerful. And I love how you even said you might not experience it. Because most people, that's, you're not advertising anything, so you're backing it up. <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah. for you to able, but the chance, the possibility to experience, you have to show up in the ways you've described of for yourself and trusting yourself and willing. And it can't have anything to do with the yes. ego. If you're, looking, if you're looking for someone, if you're looking for love that will pad your ego, there's plenty of it out there. <laughs> That's true. I've experienced it. So, <laughs> you know, what I mean, I mean, and, and but it doesn't last. It won't last because you see, if if they're just in, they're in love with your reflection. Wonder if the reflection changes. Whoa. Because our reflection will change. So it can't have anything to do with the physical. I even had, uh, I can remember when Steve went through the change of life. Are we and, talking about age or what are we talking about? Yes, the change <laughs> of life, you know, okay. the lumbido and all of that. Uh, and, okay, I okay. I, and I sat him down one day and I said, Steve, I said, I want you to relax. I want you to relax because life is going to, you know, everybody goes through changes and I want you to know it doesn't matter to me. I love you regardless. You don't have to perform for me. You don't have to, you know, I know you're hurting every day. Uh, I knew his bones hurt and his back hurt and, 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 uh, and I knew he was wearing out. I knew it. Yeah, and I told powerful. him, I told him, I said, you don't just know that it's okay. You can rest with me. You can, you're safe with me. You're mm. always safe with me. And you don't have to, to, to be anything except who you are. And I said, and I'll give you massages every night. And I will, I will, I will make you know that you're wanted no matter what. I promise you that. I will. And uh, he went through a lot of changes at the end. And I just couldn't love him enough. Damn. That's some powerful. Ooh. Carla, I got to give you <laughs> like an award or something. Like I've never heard. Like, I know we've had these conversations before, but, and this is still just like blowing me away because it's just, I've never heard of someone in real life, right? Of practicing and expanding and deepening and trusting and opening of in love, like in itself, like this is incredible. Well, um... So I wanted to, what the point of that is, it's amazing that you were able, like, I just, I'm just, I want to commend you for you being able to one, receive that and reciprocate it and trust that and allow it because there's so much fear. 
Did you feel fear or did you just let it go? Or what was the was feeling never of that? Any fear. Why do you think because that I is? Knew, because I knew he loved me the same. Hmm. It was never a question about whether he loved me or not. Um, ever. I, uh, he would do little things like, uh, one day it was a uh, uh, Mother's Day and he comes driving up in his van and he gives me a bouquet of roses and he has something behind his back and he pulls it around and it's one of those roses that are in globes, you know, those forever roses. Yeah. And he goes like this and he has, because he said, this is forever. Mm. This is for now. This is forever. You're mm. my forever rose. Mm. You know, it's like, I mean, who does that? <laughs> you know, and I wasn't wearing any makeup. Um, when, I, when I'm uh, uh, in the wintertime, I mean, people can't tell whether I, I'm a male or a female because I've got all these <laughs> layers on me. I'm a size four, right? Well, even in, so, Ve well, Carla, it's not that cold in Vegas. Come on. Oh, in the wintertime, it is. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's that bone-chilling, yeah. cold. Um, that desert night cold. Oh, God, it's cold. So <laughs> so there's not much uh, mean on my bones, so I get cold easily. So he, you know, I, I'm, and for him to give me that rose when I'm, I'm literally like that, um, <laughs> that kid in Christmas story, where, you know, I'm, <laughs> Where he's wobbling back and so forth many, from school. That's right, funny. right, and he's and he's he's giving me this rose, even mm. even just just being me, you know. I I didn't have to. I I didn't have to. I have I didn't have to wear a mask. He, Damn, Carla, this is <laughs> what I'm. This is. Mm. Carla, I can't thank you enough for. Oh, God. God, you're just an incredible human, like for showing up like this. Even I know people can hear it and how you're being yourself in this moment is seriously otherworldly. In all forms, like in all ways. Like, thank you so much. Oh, my heart's beating so fast. <laughs> Cause you got a lot of love, your, your love frequencies <laughs> through the roof, <laughs> oh, well. which makes sense. <laughs> um, what I've a major takeaway uh, is I feel like it really comes down to like loving that person or just being yourself like it really is like being each other it, it's you know like we're talking about it's nuance it's it seems like it's contradicting or um you know it's this and it's that because it's you trust yourself because you have to trust yourself to be yourself fully but you also get that from another person so it's this nuanced thing and it can happen mm.
but sometimes you have to be the one that does the surrendering. Yeah. Because then how else would the other person know that that even exists? Mm. If they've never experienced that kind of love, how would they know how? You have to be an example for that. It's a very, very vulnerable feeling um, <clears throat> to be willing to uh, to be bare bones, mm -hmm. you know, and um, and just to look into someone's eyes and say, I, I promise I'll never try to change you. I don't want you to be my reflection. I want to know you, you know, just you. I don't, I don't want you to talk like me. I don't want you to be like me. I don't want you to feel like me. I just want you to be you. Damn. Which is so different from how a lot of society and culture operates nowadays. Absolutely. And that's why people um, aren't getting together because they fall in love with their own reflection. Because the minute that they, they meet someone, they're changing them. Mm -hmm. And if they don't hear from the other person, like the way they think, the way they feel, the, you know what I mean? It's an instant turnoff. Yeah. Because they're all in love with themselves. <laughs> Which is important, but you're talking about the ego part of it. Yeah. Yes, I am. Sorry, <laughs> I disappeared for a second. But you're okay. I um I'm not saying it's gonna be easy. I mean it's not easy. But it's worth it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for someone I'm getting chills. Like for someone to just to echo this through you and through everyone listening and through the this collective consciousness like you sharing this Carla is so powerful important like you being here right now sharing the way you are is the courage of love right like it is in itself and so just thank you like it's like I'm just like whoa <laughs> um and again to echo what you said to me is I hope you get to experience a love like this I hope everyone gets to and for you to share this at this point in your life is incredible like you are doing both like you're mourning you're grieving you're feeling you're up and down you're like all these things you're you are it all which is awesome thank you well you know there's nothing left you know um when you're bare bones you know there's nothing left, you know, there's just, it's just building from that, you know, go, moving on. Cause I still love life. Like I told you, mm -hmm. <laughs> I still love life. I still believe in, um, the gift of it. And, uh, I will continue living 
fully to my heart. <laughs> um, and uh, looking for different ways in which I can express that. Um, but right now, it's a, it's, a, it's a mystery to me. And me doing this right now is a mystery to me. Because it wasn't planned. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had no plan of doing this. I never thought in, I never thought in a million years that I, that I would lose Steve. <sighs> you know, which I haven't. He's still around me every day, but getting used to him not being here physically is... Uh, my son bought me a huge teddy bear and I named it Steve. <laughs> And he sleeps in the bed with me so that I... Oh, my God. Mm. Well, as we get close to uh, wrap, wrapping up here, do you have any pieces of... I mean, you've already, in the way that you're showing up, Carla, again, like you are embodying love, which I think is more than just giving advice for relationships, you know, um, <laughs> it's your example and it's who you are. And I think that's the most powerful thing. Like your frequency is, the, is so potent and powerful. It, it is, that's all it is and what we need the most. However, do you have any words or anything like that, that you feel just called to share? For some things, there is no words. Uh, because it's the experience of it that takes you to a place that there are no words. You know, only experience. Mm. And it's the surrender into that. that changes your reality completely. You find out how deep you are. You find out how strong you are. You find out if you're just words. Oof. <laughs> wow. You know? What a way to answer that question. Damn. And uh, so, if you ever have the blessing of surrendering into that space, you understand what I'm talking about. It is a gift. Oh, because it's the only way you could really understand whether you can trust your heart. And it's a choice. 
and because it is a choice. because of look at what you you are the example of right of the not so feeling the not so feel good part of it that you are oh. that you are also accepting and agreeing to yes oh yeah because because if you are not just words then that experience becomes you mm. And people, when they meet you, they know they're safe because you have that kind of depth to hold them. To hold their heart. Just like I held Steve's. And I will continue to do as he held in mine, it is. We lived in each other's hearts. Our hearts beat for each other. It was an amazing experience that, that I was so grateful for. Mm, you're awesome. All right, Carla. So do you want to oh. share? <laughs> you're awesome. So as we close, do you want to share your story uh, that you wrote? Yeah. And then, well, I, I, and, and give it a quick, a quick, a quick, a quick <laughs> back, background of your, what you're sharing. And before you share this, will you shout out where people can, you know, check out and purchase and your work and things like that? Well, um, I have two books out, uh, What's on the Other Side of Rainbow, The Secret of the Golden Mirror, and there's also um, The Dream Puppy, and that's on Amazon, uh, you know, as an ebook. You can download it if you wish. Um, it's a funny how, when I've gone through this, my priorities have changed completely. Um, you know, I, I used to, well, you know, when you're young, and you're looking for your identity, <laughs> um, you think it is in the doing. You know, you're gonna, you wanna be famous, yep. you wanna be rich, you wanna do all of that. And we, and we feel that that will give us our identity, our true identity. And um, it's not our identity. Nope. Our heart is our identity. Oof. It's the only thing that we have that's worth showing. The rest is just ego. And uh, it's an empty choice. So whatever you do, do it for your heart's sake, not for your ego's sake. And just like me, Steve left me full, not empty. His love left me full, not empty. So if you're going to do something, make sure when people, after they've been in your presence, that they feel full, not empty. Wow. Amen. 
and they, and just so everyone knows, I'll put her links in the description and show notes too, so you can check it out. Okay, <laughs> so I was looking, the pages went all fluey on me. Breathe, Carla. That's all good. Uh, okay. Um, oh, there's the other pages I'm missing. Oh, jeez. Okay. Three. Whew. Okay. Uh, just a minute. Hold on, everybody. Patience with me, please. It's all good, Al. I can edit stuff too, so no rush. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> Just Thank like you. you more and more. <laughs> what a gift you are! I, you know, you can edit this if you want, but <laughs> but you really are. Um, a golden heart. Thank you. You really are. As are you. And I am, I am so lucky to be your friend. Mm. I am fortunate to be your friend. And thank you for being my friend. Because I, uh, like I said, I didn't want to be your fan. <laughs> You're so welcome. Yeah, this is, this was, yeah, no words. It's, it's, we experienced it. Like you said, no words. We experienced it. It's felt. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's about being. It's about being. Okay. Here we All go. All right. The name of the book is My Star and the Hidden Gift. The dedication is, this book is dedicated to my wonderful Steve, who was and always will be my star. The rain became light as you left this earth. This book is about my star. I call it my star because when you find something of great value, you want to make it your own. So even though the only thing we truly own is our immortal soul, I will call it my star anyway. And this story is my gift to you. My star first appeared long ago in a little girl's dreams. It was a shining light in the distance, pulsating with every beat of her heart. It would seem to her and call out her name. My star was always there in her dreams. Our story begins when Kaylin was just a tiny little girl. Every night, her mommy and daddy would faithfully take her out to look up at the moon and the stars. They would point her tiny finger up to the night sky and say, look, honey. There's your star. 
Kaylin's face would light up her tiny hands clapping with glee. Then her mama and daddy would tuck her in, kiss her goodnight, and sing to her softly while she fell asleep dreaming about a wonderful star. Years softly and joyfully as if on angel's wings flew by. Then it happened on a clear starry night. The moon was full and round like a brand new shiny coin. Even the stars seemed to be brighter and twinkling more than usual. Kaylin could, could feel in the air as if the night knew and could sense something wonderful was about to happen. As Kaylin held her breath in disbelief, it was then she saw it, a beautiful falling star. It was brighter than all the other stars, leaving a multicolored tail behind it as it fell. Now, this wasn't just any ordinary falling star. For one thing, it seemed to be guided and to have a special destination. It did. To Kaylin's great astonishment, the star gently landed in her very own backyard. As Kaylin gazed at it, she heard like a whisper deep inside her heart, a voice singing her name. It rubbed her eyes. She rubbed her eyes as if waking from a dream and cried out with joy. Oh, you're my star. Kaylin just stood there in wonderment, longing to reach out and touch my star. It is natural to touch and want to be close to someone you love. Kaylin, however, was afraid. It frightened her to think this vision would prove to be just a dream. Suddenly, Kaylin heard a faint whisper in the wind say, don't be afraid, Kaylin. Trust and have faith. With these words, Kaylin's tender heart opened. She felt love like a candle's light filling a dark room, become stronger than her fear. Therefore, Kaylin, after crossing her fingers with a trembling hand, reached out and touched my star. To her great joy, my star was real. With Kaylin's touch, my star started to glow even brighter. It sang with the voice of an angel and showered her outstretched hands with tiny sparkles of rainbow light. Caleb clapped with glee, wishing old father time would stand still, making this moment last forever. Then softly, my star began to speak, and with the hunger of an innocent child, Caleb eagerly listened to every word. When the heart speaks, the soul listens. My star said, 
I have come such a long way to help you learn a great secret and to find a hidden gift. I promise to help you all I can. However, it is up to you to discover the gift and learn the secret for yourself. Then my star started to weep. It said sadly, when I came to help you in your search, I lost my ability to go back to the heavens. Sometimes when it comes to love, no price is too high to pay. My star had paid the highest price of all. My star was so beautiful that Keelan was wishing she could keep it with her forever. However, she knew deep in her heart where my star belonged. Back home, among the stars free. Love without fear, wishes not to possess. It desires only freedom, so the heart can express. Kaylin cheerfully told my star, I will do anything to help you back to the heavens. To her complete wonder and amazement, my star began to giggle and twinkle. It burst in a gale of laughter that filled up the entire night sky. My star was seen louder and louder and began to glow brighter and brighter. As Kaylin watched, she saw to her astonishment something appear inside of my star. It was a beautiful heart-shaped stone. It had all the qualities of my star. Take the stone. It is, it is yours, my star said softly. When Kaylin held the stone close to her heart, it began to sing. She knew that without any doubt, she had found the hidden gift. My star twinkled brightly and said, the greatest gift anyone can give is unselfish, unconditional love. When a heart is free, love can grow and grow. My star whispered, now you know the secret. Being able to speak, Kaylin bowed her head and said a prayer for my star. With all her heart, her wish was for my star to be able to go back home. In that instant, my star became rose-colored, making everything for as far as Kaylin's eyes could see, brilliant with its light. 
Kaylin, just for one moment, with a heavy heart, was wanting my star to stay. That she now realized that sometimes if you truly love someone, you need to let them go. Therefore, with her eyes full of tears and a heart full of love, Kaylin said goodbye to my star. And before she could blink, my star was gone. From inside Kaylin's hand, the star, the stone began to sing, I love you. With a tearful voice, she echoed back, I love you too. Kaylin wistfully looked up at the night sky and knew deep in her heart my star would always be with her. She was loved. May you find true love as well and discover all its hidden gifts. Wow. Before I forget, I need to say that this is not published yet. So copyright caller, Carla Masterson, <laughs> because, because <laughs> that, because yeah, that, um, I mean, that's incredible. So beautiful and a perfect way to summarize what we've been talking about. I love that. And when did you write that? 2008. Isn't that insane? You wrote it in 2008 and it literally perfectly encapsulates what you've, what you're going through. Crazy. And what it all makes of us... everything it made everything come full circle of why mm -hmm. I wrote the book in the first place. Mm. It was a preparation for me to understand what I was going to experience. Mm. And the gift of it. The gift of it, yep. <laughs> Well, Carla, this is incredible. Um, no words need to be said just because we all feel it. We feel the, the, the vibration. Everyone's heart is beating and feeling and all tingly. So, yeah, we thank you. I know people are so excited to have heard your experience, your story, your love. So thank you for your love. Thank you for being here. I love you. And there we go. <laughs> I love you too, Ben. I too. And I know what that word means. Mm -hmm. So you can, because of you know that I know, you know when I say I love you. <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love all of you, whoever mm. you are. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love you all. And thank you for the honor 
of being in your presence because you are all a gift, an amazing unknown gift that only you can discover for yourself by being yourself. Don't be an advertisement because your individual fingerprints were given to you for a reason. And that's your secret code to find out what's special about you. Because no one can ever take your place. Wow. I love that. Don't, don't be an advertisement. And all of that. Thank you, Carla. Everyone, check out the links. Um, thank you. We love you. Adios. All right, y'all, you know what to do. Make sure you go sign up for the Fear of Rejection event. I would love to see you there in this live event to overcome your fear of rejection. So go to my website, feeling-free.com, or just go check out the link in the description to click it and go straight there. Thank you for being here. Thank you to Carla for this bravery, for this just act of courage sharing what she shared. I appreciate her so much. I love her. I know you loved it. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Man, I could just keep going, but thank yourself for being here in this moment and your own acts of love and acts of courage and surrendering to love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, my, until next time, my friend, adios.